coming up on today's Locked On Golden Gophers. Minnesota basketball misses out on another five-star in-state recruit. It's a little bit of a different situation for Chet Holmgren, but we still got to talk about how this team continues to not be able to get Minnesota basketball players to play for the Minnesota Gophers. And we'll also try to stay positive. Minnesota lost out on Chet Holmgren yesterday, but there's another transfer making a decision today. We'll tell you all about Michael Green III, the Bryant transfer, and what he could bring to the Gophers and what the Gophers' chances are. That's all right here right now on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the program. Nate Dickinson with you. You're listening into Locked On Golden Gophers. Everything you need to know about the Golden Gophers every single weekday. As always, give us a follow on wherever you're listening to your podcast. Subscribe, I guess, would be the right word. You can follow us on Twitter. It's at LO Golden Gophers over there. And again, subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, five stars, all that kind of stuff. It really does help us out over here at Locked On. Let's get into the show, though. Big show coming up today after Chet Holmgren does not give the Minnesota Gophers a sort of Minneapolis miracle yesterday. It's now turning to Michael Green III, a player who has Minnesota in his lists of finalists. There are 13 finalists on that list, though, so maybe we're wasting our time talking about him, but we'll still break down the guy who's going to be making his decision in a Bryant transfer in just a little bit. And again, we're going to have to talk about just Minnesota's lack of ability to get these big recruits. Chet Holmgren headed out of state and all the way out of the Big Ten as well. Let's get into all of the biggest news that you might have missed over the last 24 hours, though, for the Gophers before we get into the nitty-gritty of all of that. Uh, Of course, the biggest news of the day was Chet Holmgren. Holmgren chooses the Gonzaga Bulldogs as his destination for his next year of basketball. He kind of had the feeling that Minnesota was, even though it was a finalist, on the outside looking in as far as this one goes, it kind of felt like Minnesota was kind of put in that list of finalists as just kind of a filler team, like kind of a, hey, thanks for showing up kind of thing. But he does not choose the Gophers, as was kind of expected by everybody. You know, you have your fingers crossed and you watch, but when he says Gonzaga, you're not like, oh, no, I thought he was going to be here. No, that's not the way it was. But Chet Holmgren decides to go with the Bulldogs. Uh, Jalen Suggs, now former school, as Suggs declared for the NBA draft yesterday as well. And he'll end up playing what would be, I imagine, one year of basketball under Mark Few before heading to the NBA. It's, again, a recruit Minnesota misses out on, and we'll talk more about it later on. In other news around Minnesota sports, Minnesota women's tennis team has its opponent for the start of the Big Ten tournament. Minnesota, the number 11 seed in that tourney. It will play number 14 seeded Indiana on April 29th. That's nine days from today if you want to mark your calendars. Elsewhere, Sarah Bacon has received a big, big honor. She's one of the best divers in school history, if not the best. And now she's the winner of the Honda Sports Award for swimming and diving. Uh, We told you, it was either last week or the week before, that Bacon had been nominated for this award. How it works is there's 12 different sports. Each sport nominates a person who wins the Honda Award for that sport, as Sarah Bacon did. Then they all come together and are competing for, or I guess, vying for the votes of uh, the Collegiate Women's Athlete of the Year in Bacon's case, as well as the Honda Cup for the class of 2021. It's a very prestigious honor, an award meant to represent the best of the best in all of college athletics. And Sarah Bacon's up there, and deservedly so, four-time NCAA champion, and also the first go forever to win the Honda Sports Award in any individual sport. So Bacon's been 
kind of breaking ground since she got here, she'll head out breaking ground as well. In other news on the hockey ice, is it the hockey ice? It's the basketball court, it's the baseball diamond, but the hockey ice just sounds weird. I think it's just the ice. All right, on the ice, Minnesota is able to pull in a transfer out of Colorado College, Grant Crookshank. He declares that he'll be heading to Minnesota. This comes after a bit of a weird situation on social media last week. Uh, John Bucigras, probably ESPN's like most known hockey guy outside of maybe like Steve Levy and of course Barry Melrose, Bucigras tweeted out last week that he thought that Grant Crookshank was going to Boston College, or at least he was doing it in a sort of reporting way, not just thinking it. Crookshank then came out and said that that's not the case. Those rumors are not true. And he this now this week decides that he's going to be a Minnesota Gopher. So a nice little pickup for Bob Motzko. We'll, of course, break down a little bit more about that kind of stuff when the hockey season starts to come around and get closer with us again. The social media of the day goes to ESPN Stats and Info. They tweeted out earlier yesterday something that was, I'm sure, a sore sight for a lot of Minnesota fans. A list of all the five-star recruits to come out of Minnesota over the last 15 years. And then a look at where they ended up going to school. You'll notice none of them went to school in the state of Minnesota. The stat was really focusing on how none of them had gone to school even in the Big Ten at all. And... It's kind of incredible when you think about it that all these Minnesota basketball products aren't even staying in the home conference. Starting in 2007 with Cole Aldrich, but Aldrich, but as far as the names that you can blame Richard Patino for, you got Tyus Jones in 2014, Trey Jones in 2018, Matthew Hurt in 2019, Jalen Suggs in 2020, and Chet Holmgren in 2021. Those are six top 15 recruits in the ESPN 100 rankings. That have all not only not gone to Minnesota, but not gone into the Big Ten at all. It indicates that this might just be more than a Minnesota problem, but that's a conversation for another day. Today we're going to talk about some good things, some bad things, but when we come back, we will start with the positives. We're going to talk about Minnesota's not getting recruits later on. Let's start by talking about one that the Gophers can get today. Michael Green the is a transfer out of Bryant. He's someone who's a true point guard, which we've talked about. It's something the Minnesota Gophers are still kind of looking for right now. And we'll kind of break down what he is as a player and what he might be deciding later today when he chooses which school he'll go to. That's coming up in just a minute right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Well, if you need a part for your car, it's getting close to those summer months now. Everyone loves going for a cruise. But when you take the cover off the car, you never want to have to have anything you need to do. But sometimes it happens. If there is any repairs that need to be made before you get into prime driving and cruising season, you can go over to rockauto.com and get the right parts for the right price without having to leave your couch. It's an outdated form of getting car parts. Going into the store and trying to find the right part if they have it. If they have to mail it from somewhere else, they're going to charge you for it just for giving it to you they're going to charge you extra for it rock auto cuts out that middleman they give you everything you need make sure you're getting the right part too in case you're not an expert with this stuff and get it to your door without you having to leave the couch and not having to upcharge you for well all the services that everybody else has to rockauto.com is the easiest place for you to go and get your stuff done go over there now and at least check it out if you need something done on your car it would be foolish for you to not at least go look and see if they can help you. You've got nothing to lose. 
And again, you can do it just sitting on your couch. Don't have to even call in to the part shop and see if they got it. That's rockauto.com, our place to go for everything we need with car parts. If you do end up using their service, let them know that we sent you locked on in their little how did you hear about us box. We'll be right back in just a minute to talk about Michael Green III, a player that still could come to Minnesota. That's up in just a minute on Locked On Golden Gophers. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And stay tuned for more info about our live day one coverage. There's really no place to get all the information that we have here at Locked On. I'm one to brag about the network a lot, but this is seriously like we do it better than anybody else here. We've got hosts for every pro team, every college team. There's an expert for everything here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and we're using it right now, flexing that muscle with our NFL draft coverage. So go ahead and get over there, review, subscribe. There's a link, actually, to, I think, the Ultimate Lock Draft Podcast in our description of this episode. So go ahead and give it a click. Check it out. They're in the middle of their mock draft right now. First few picks were yesterday. Next few are today. If you want to get up to date on everything in the NFL draft, getting into it, we will be sure to fix you up. But before we get into NFL draft stuff, I guess we will talk about Rashad Bateman later on this podcast at some point, but we'll stay on the basketball court for today to discuss, well, also later on, the players who don't come to Minnesota pretty consistently, and also one who will right now in Michael Green III. Who is this guy? He's someone who has Minnesota in his final list of schools, and he could be choosing them as he makes his decision today. We'll talk about it right now. Michael Green's a guy who's coming out of Bryant, looking for a new destination with two years of eligibility remaining on his college run. Originally from the Bronx, this is a true point guard. We talked about the needs that Minnesota basketball still has with all of the transfers that it's gotten so far. I pinned down three of them. Still need solid three-point shooting. Still need some size inside to be able to battle with the bigs of the Big Ten and still need someone who I would call a really true, true point guard. Someone who can be so ball heavy that he doesn't need to score that many points, but obviously has that ability too, as a Marcus Carr would. But Michael Green is that guy. 5'11", 155, started 20 games as a freshman for Bryant, and then every game this season. He led the team in assists. He was the true point guard that we've talked about this team needing as he was 7th in the NEC in assists per game. Fourth in points per game and 18th in steals per game as well. This is the kind of pesky defender and shifty offensive guy who is that kind of person you think about when you think about, all right, who, who's the true, true point guards? There aren't that many left. Michael Green's one of them at five foot eleven. He doesn't have much of a choice. This guy is a skilled player when I looked at the tape, just so shifty as a ball handler. He has really good lateral movement on the drive. There were some times in the highlight tapes I saw where his Euro steps go across the lane. Like he starts on one side on a block on the high post and then is in the middle of the lane, if not on the left side, when he takes that one big hop over to the side. The same way goes for him making adjustments on his way to the rim. 
He's obviously at five foot eleven, not someone who's going to run you over. So he's mastered the finesse, is able to get around guys really, really well. Also solid in transition, can get from end to end quickly. That's, again, kind of part of those adjustments. Being able to take those kind of body shots off the side as you work around someone is a skill that works both on the way to the rim and from side to side of the court. Elsewhere, he's a good passer into the paint. Especially when he drives into the lane, if he needs to make a quick little dish off to a guy on an opposite block or even in a tough spot, he seems to be able to find that spot without too much trouble at all. And he does it with a kind of flair that sometimes has him looking like a globetrotter out there. He has the ability to see the court really, really well. And again, he's someone who I think would be that true point guard the Gophers need. Someone who could run the offense, get the ball to other people as well. And again, he's a good scorer too. 16 points per game for this team this season in Bryant. He was the second leading scorer by just about half a point. And again, led the team in assists. He was also the number one player in the NEC in turnovers too. But we won't talk about that as much. Um, it, It honestly is not that bad of news, I don't think. Because... When you have someone who has that many assists and that many turnovers at the same time, it means that he really is just that ball heavy. Bryant relied on him a lot to be the guy who this offense ran through, and the Gophers are looking for that guy right now. Minnesota has a lot of guys who can receive that ball, but not a lot of guys who can throw it to the guys who are going to do the scoring. And again, Green could do his scoring share as well. Overall, I'd say the biggest takeaways are that the biggest strength for this guy is that kind of ability to be shifty on the drive. He can, again, move around you in ways that only somebody who's had to work with that at such a small height has to. And he has the kind of experience now through Bryant to be able to do it at a college level too. He's someone who I think the Gophers could really, really benefit from. Again, he's that pass-first I don't even know. I wouldn't. I won't say pass first. Again, see, I don't know how you can be pass first 16 points per game, but he is the kind of guy who passes and is able to, again, have the offense go through him in a way that I don't think you can be confident about in any of the other transfer players who have come in. Maybe Peyton Willis. Maybe Peyton Willis. And that's been the big uh, argument as to why he maybe won't choose the Gophers today because Michael Green is someone who does have 13 schools on his lists of finalists right now. And the Gophers did just get a commitment out of a guard in Peyton Willis, who is pretty much a surefire plug into the starting lineup at the moment. So that's been kind of the, I don't know if consensus is the right word, but I've seen some things on social media of people saying, hey, with Willis committing, this is probably a little less likely. I don't think I get that from a Gophers perspective. perspective. I think they'd still love to have him and he would have a big value. I don't think he and Willis filled that many of the same holes, but from a Michael Green the third perspective, it obviously makes sense that after Willis comes in, there's less time for you, and again, there's plenty of other options for where this guy's going to end up at. So I would say it's not likely. I wouldn't put it as, hey, let's expect to get this guy. It would be kind of a surprise I'd think if he chose to go for, so maybe we're wasting our time, as I said off the top of the show with this conversation. But again, it's someone the Gophers can get today. And Minnesota has a lot of transfers in already and obviously still needs more. So it's worth talking about, and hopefully, hopefully, it's still worth talking about tomorrow. When we come back, we're going to talk about all the other players Minnesota has not gotten over the years as far as the best of the best. It's been the biggest topic of conversation 
under Richard Pitino and at the start of Ben Johnson's career as well. Why can't Minnesota basketball recruit Minnesota basketball players? Maybe it's the second biggest conversation behind the late season collapses for the Gophers as of late, but we're still going to talk about it in just a minute right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. BetOnline is our place to go for everything that you need to bet on, really. Like seriously, it's a one-stop shop. BetOnline has every bet for all the sports, but also reality TV and award shows. If your girlfriend likes to watch The Bachelor, she can bet on it now. Try to understand what you go through every single day on NFL Sunday. And you can also bet on anything else you would like as well. You really need to check it out because they have lines for everything. Stuff I honestly probably don't even know myself just because I haven't gone through it all yet. Go over to betonline.ag, sign up for an account, and use our promo code Locked On. You'll be able to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% on your first deposit over at Bet online. The website's betonline.ag. Our promo code's locked on. Go win some money. Go spend some money. Go win some more money. Nate Dickinson here with Locked On. Nate Dickinson here on Locked On Golden Gophers, wrapping things up on a Tuesday. We're going to break down, well, why Minnesota can't get any recruits in-state. There's been a whole lot of talented basketball players running through the Minnesota prep scene over the last few years, and the Gophers have gotten zero of it. We'll talk about all that in just a minute and what the Gophers have to do going forward to do it. But first, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now, featuring NFL analysis from experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, so let's talk about the sad stuff. Minnesota can't pull in Minnesota basketball players, at least not the best of the best. And it's frustrated a lot of people over the course of Richard Pitino's career. In this particular case, and I put this at the end of the show because I don't have all that much to say about Chet Holmgren in particular. I'll tell you why in a minute. And I feel like a lot of what we've been saying about the previous in-state recruits before him has already been said. So I'm not going to spend too much time here before we head out. But I do want to just bring up just kind of what I saw from yesterday and my thoughts on what everyone says in general about this topic as it gets brought up again. My first thing is that you can't be mad about Chet Holmgren, in particular not choosing Minnesota. There was no reason for him to at all, and that's not a fault of Ben Johnson. That's not a fault of the program. It's just the fault of the situation right now. Minnesota's undergoing a coaching change. Every single player that was on that team last year is not on that team this year. You have to understand that for Chet Holmgren, he's the number one recruit in the nation right now. Literally, the only place for him to go is down. Could he have taken a risk, chosen Minnesota, become a hometown hero, and guided the Gophers to whatever the Gophers season is going to be next year before going to the pros? Yeah, he could have. Would he still be the top prospect going into the next year draft after that? Would somebody else on a better team be able to jump over him. He doesn't have to answer any of those questions now or have to find out what the answers would be because 
He's headed to Gonzaga. The pretty much consensus number one program in the country, at least right now. I'm not talking Blue Bloods or anything like that. I don't want to get into that conversation with you guys. But at least right now, Gonzaga's at the top. And Chet Holmgren's at the top. So Chet Holmgren goes to Gonzaga. That's all there is to it. Going to Minnesota would have been a risk that Chet Holmgren could have taken. And he still gets drafted top five NBA draft next year, probably no doubt. And he's still able to have a successful pro career with whatever pro career he has. But you have to understand, too, that right now, Chet Holmgren's thinking about just right now. He's thinking about getting himself to that draft. He's thinking about making sure he is the number one pick. Just as much as he's thinking about college programs or prestige of programs or how good the team itself is in college. So while Chet Holmgren didn't choose Minnesota, I think it's just as much because Minnesota doesn't provide the kind of security in his draft stock that Gonzaga provides or Duke provides or North Carolina provides or pretty much any other of the schools that he had on his finalist list provides. You can't be mad about Chet Holmgren. You can be mad about what him not coming adds to the pile of people not coming. You can be mad about the entire situation. But as far as Chet Holmgren not coming here, you can't blame him, obviously. I really don't even think you can blame Minnesota basketball in this case. Because when he made his decision today, he he was deciding, and again, I'm recording the night before, so it's still today here. I'm still right. Uh, Anyway, when he made his decision today, yesterday, whenever you're listening, this team was not just a skeleton of itself. It was in shambles. It's an entirely different basketball program than the one that had recruited Chet Holmgren the entire time. If you seriously thought he was going to choose Minnesota, and of course there's always that hope, but if you seriously thought he was going to choose Minnesota, I think you kind of need to reevaluate what exactly your reasoning was behind that. Because the signs were all over that he was not coming here. As far as big picture stuff goes, just in general, not pulling in the best talent. I always thought that was a bit of a hard thing for Richard Pitino to kind of bear too, because in order for a team like Minnesota, a team that's not a blue blood by any means, it's not at the top of college basketball right now by any means, for a team like that to be able to pull in a top player, no matter where he's from, would be incredibly remarkable. It can really only happen, Minnesota getting to a point where they can get those players in two ways. Either one, You get lucky. You find a kid who's really good at basketball and also just happens to really, really love the Minnesota Gophers. He's been a Minnesota guy his whole life. He grew up watching the Gophers. It was always his dream to play for the Gophers. And even though it may not be the best opportunity for him, he wants to represent his home state. He wants to stay at home. And he chooses Minnesota for those reasons. That would be outstanding. It unfortunately is also a decision that is entirely based on things that have nothing to do with basketball, which is not great. The other way that it could happen is quite simple. The Gophers get really good. These coaches aren't magicians. Ben Johnson is not going to be able to make a phone call and then next season all of a sudden be able to pull in the top recruit in the country. This isn't how this works. This process takes time. You don't go from being able to bring in the recruits that Minnesota has brought in to being able to bring in Chet Holmgren. I don't care where he's from. That just does not happen. So if Minnesota wants to get good recruits, it can A, hope it gets lucky in finding someone who just loves the Gophers, or B, get really good at basketball. 
Because when you're thinking about what these players are looking for in a school, it's just as much about preserving their value as it is finding value in a college program. Minnesota does not provide that security right now. It does not provide a good situation to win basketball games right now. It does not provide a good situation to expose yourself to the NBA scouts with big-time games right now. Yeah, it's the Big Ten, but Minnesota was still 13th in it last season, and that was with the eight guys who have now left this team. Chet Holmgren isn't coming. He never was. And Minnesota isn't going to get any of these top guys for the next couple of years either. If Ben Johnson wants him, he's going to have to get really, really good as a basketball team and obviously stay as good as he has been as a recruiter before. We'll talk more about all of this, I'm sure, at some point. But we're going to be back tomorrow with something else to talk about because I'm tired of talking about this here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson with you every single weekday. We're going to break down anything that happens over the course of the day for you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. A reminder, follow us on Twitter at LO Golden Gophers. Follow me on Twitter at Nate with Sports. And of course, subscribe, rate, review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We appreciate it. Until tomorrow, row the boat, sky you ma, go Gophers.